After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are doubling. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. Whoa, this is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, coming to you today in my mobile studio. It's still a little chilly, but the sun is out today. And today's episode is entitled, Lessons Learned from the Days of Unleavened Bread, or Lessons from the Days of UB. Yeah, what does that got to do with life and me and everything else, says the listener to the show. Well, let me answer that for you, because I think you might have uh, some similarities to what I'm going to talk about, and it might help you in learning some lessons yourself. So, last week was what some call the Passion Week. It was when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, and when he was crucified, rose from the dead, and then went on to the rest of the story. And uh, during uh, these days, there was Passover last week, and then there was the first day of Unleavened Bread. I think I did explain that a little bit in one of my prior episodes. You can listen to later. But just for the Reader's Digest, you got Passover, and then the days of unleavened bread. Seven days to get leaven out of your house and leaven pictures sin and you get it out of your house as a picture of getting sin out of your life. Anyhow, the lessons that I learn almost every year, I learn something from it that can relate to regular normal life and trying to live a good life and trying to be the best you can be. For example, I always notice that right when I get the last bit of leaven thrown out of the house, at least I thought I did, there'll always be a day or so later when I'm just looking around the house for something and all of a sudden I'll find an old cookie or something that has leaven in it just sitting somewhere that it shouldn't be. Uh, heard a lot of stories from a lot of people where they found like sandwiches under their car seat or something and they find it and the lesson what's the lesson ah, there's always things in our life that's hidden that we don't even know is there sometimes until it gets exposed sometimes we don't look too hard and if you don't look too hard uh, kind of like my last episode my job was to find the problems when i was a medic and so that way i could fix it and if you're not looking very hard you're not gonna find the problems because you're gonna be looking at all the other stuff that's one lesson. Another lesson I learned, and it has to do, some to folks know, that it has to do with dieting. When you're dieting and trying to lose weight or you're trying to stop a habit that you don't like, like you're trying to quit smoking or something. 
many things that you can learn. What I learned from Unleavened Bread is right after I've started the days of Unleavened Bread and I eat my old flat matzos crackers, no leaven in them, all of a sudden I will start to get a hankering for a donut or some cake or some cookies. Or something, something fluffy, yummy. Notice that when you're dieting or you're fasting, the thing that you're trying to abstain from the most is what you see the most. How come? How come that is? Somebody explained one time as a psychological thing, our brains just, we just like being contrary. If you tell somebody, whatever you do, don't think about a pink elephant. So what do we do? We start thinking about that pink elephant. We are so subliminally, subliminally, <laughs> we're so suggestive. <laughs> yeah, that's the word, suggestive, or we take subliminal hints. And our little mind just goes running wherever that is. But if they say, don't touch that wet paint, what do we want to do? If you touch the hot stove, you're going to burn your hand. What do we gots to do? We're going to prove them wrong. Yep, I could touch that hot stove and not get burnt. I can eat that donut and not gain weight. I can smoke this pack of cigarettes and not have coughing problems and things like that. Yeah, we get kind of, we get a little bit ornery and counterproductive with our own self. Good, don't we? So there are many lessons that we can learn from, or at least that I've learned from keeping the days of unleavened bread. The reason it is kept, like I said, you keep it for seven days because seven is the number of completion. And we want to completely get sin out of our life and be perfected. Yes, because the scriptures say, as God said, be you perfect as I am perfect. Now, does that mean we're going to be perfect right off the bat? I found in this life, we're never going to be perfect. Just like that leaven, we're never going to get all the leaven and we're never going to get all the sin out of our life. Does that mean we stop trying? No. And so what does that have to do with anything else in our life, Bobby? Well, what that has to do is never give up, never surrender. You put your mind to do something. I know sometimes we get distracted. Sometimes we want the things that we can't have. Uh, remember that old song, you can't always get what you want. But when you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. Well, you need to live, you need to eat, be healthy, you need to be strong, so you exercise and eat right. You avoid the things that you want to have that aren't necessarily good for you. Does that all make sense to you? I hope it does, because I am trying to give you something that will help you in your life. And the lessons that I learned, I like to tell my stories. Yes, I do. But I try to make sense of what's going on in my life so that I don't keep making that same old mistake, looping around the mountain over and over and over again, wondering why. What is that they say insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And sometimes you just got to Keep on at it. Keep on at it. Never give up and know that are okay. You're going to be okay as long as you don't give up and as long as you're making an effort and as long as you're above ground and breathing air, there is hope in this life to do better every day, each and every day in every way better. Yes. This is uh, coming up to the last day of Unleavened Bread. I still got one more day. I might have another story for you because it always seems like, well, for example, before I go, <laughs> i tell you, it always seems like uh, when you think you're doing good, is that when uh, you get ready to slip? 
Yeah, we got to be vigilant, don't we? Because today I was doing real good. Yes, I was. I had my matzos, I had everything ready. Had I was like thinking to myself, and that's another thing we can't get puffed up with arrogance. I was thinking to myself, man, I'm doing real good. This has been the easiest unleavened bread week that I've had that I can remember. Yeah. And then what happens? Sales rep comes in and brings some sausage and biscuits in, and then another fella comes in for no apparent reason with two boxes of nice, yummy, fluffy, giant side donuts. <laughs> I did better this year than one year. One year, I remember. This is my last story. I remember one year, had matzos in my lunch bag, was already walking into work, and I walked in, and somebody had set the donuts right at the front door when you walked in with the box open, and they were warm and smelling so good. And I, I saw those donuts, and er, put on the brakes. I ate one donut. You know, being a guy, I just shoved that old thing in my mouth, and yum, 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 this is good. I'm going to have one for lunch. And I took my lunch box open, and I took out my Tupperware and opened it up to put another donut inside for later. And what was in my Tupperware? Uh-oh, the reminder that I wasn't supposed to be eating living. Yeah. Well, if I haven't been down that road, tried it myself, or I wouldn't warn you about something and not doing something unless I have been down that road or I know for a fact how bad and dangerous it could be. So I'm trying to help you, and that's what I have for you today. And I hope you enjoyed this show, and I hope you do come back for another show. And this is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, saying to you, until the next time, goodbye and God bless. Goodbye.